With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I know that your heart is past broken. And it feels like you got nothing left. And you can't find your song because you can't even speak. You're just trying to take the next breath. And you find yourself here.
Gloria. This is your call to worship. Yeah. Okay, we'll start again. Good afternoon. This is Gloria, and this is your call to worship. For the fifth Saturday in September, it's September the 29th, 2018. Welcome to Refuge from the Storm Saturday Evening Worship Service. I bring you greetings on behalf of our pastor, Reverend Dr. Millicent Black. And again, we say welcome. Welcome to Refuge from the Storm, a ministry of hope, encouragement, and purpose. It's our desire to offer a gathering place for all TIs in North America and around the world to gather and worship God for who he is and to praise him for all that he has done. There is nothing more important than our relationship with God through his son, Jesus Christ. So again, I say thank you for being here today. And next Saturday, please invite another TI to attend with you. We hope that you will be encouraged by something that is said today. Uh, the word says, where two or three are gathered together in my name, I am there in the midst of them. So we pray that God will manifest his presence in a special way today and that we will lift him up in corporate praise. This afternoon, our worship service serving team consists of Reverend Dr. Millicent Black, who will deliver the preach word today. Elder Carolyn Cunningham will serve as our worship leader. And Sisters Helena Thompson, Sister Cheryl Harvey will serve as our talk to managers for the day. Your altar prayer will be led by uh, Sister McGill. And your invitation to discipleship will be extended by Sister Kim Straub. Just a reminder of our coming activities for the week. Please put on your calendar, and if you have your newsletter, please, um, or if you have not read your newsletter, please uh, give attention to a memorial service that will be held this coming Thursday, that's October the 4th in celebration and honor of our beloved uh, sister, Victoria Berry, who passed away uh, recently. So please come together with us as we share in remembrances of Sister uh, Victoria. On Wednesday night, we meet for our small group Bible study, and that will be October the 5th. The title of our lesson excuse me, guys, I'm having trouble seeing, is missing the mark. The scripture will be from Genesis, the third chapter, the 8th through the 13th verses, the 20th through the 24th verses. And that's this coming um, Wednesday night. Sorry, that's October the 3rd. Please uh, pin some time in to wake up early, at least maybe one morning uh, a week, we meet Monday through Friday for our early morning prayer call. We meet starting at 6.30 a.m. Eastern Time, 5.30 a.m. Central Standard Time, and 3.30 a.m. Pacific Time. And if you're not able to make that prayer call, then on Saturdays, Minister Juanita facilitates the Saturday morning prayer call. 
and that begins at 11.30 a.m. Eastern Time, 10.30 a.m. Central Standard Time, and 8.30 a.m. Pacific Time. Now, as we finish out the month of uh, September, remember that our prayer focus, our prayer focus for this month is focus. We're praying and asking God to help us keep our focus in every area of our lives, especially when it comes to seeking his face. So please pray for spiritual focus, for uh, focus in your family, for focus in your careers, and that God can do a mighty work in all of those areas. As you enter your personal prayer closet, don't forget to pray for your uh, immediate families, for your extended families, for members of Refuge from the Storm, and for TIs around the world. Also, if you have prayer requests during the week, don't forget to send those to refugefromthestorm at aol.com. That's refugefromthestorm at aol.com. And as we continue through the worship service, please don't forget to mute your phones if there's any background noise where you are. We want to maintain reverence, in the service and respect uh, whoever's speaking at the time. So I thank you for your attention. As we move further, let's focus our attention on God, and we invite the Holy Spirit to dwell in us and to move in this service. And we say, Holy Spirit, fall fresh on us. After an opening song, we will ask Sister Elder Carolyn Cunningham to take us further through the service. So we'll ask you to join us in just singing a portion of um, How Great Thou Art. Oh, Lord, my God, when I in awesome wonder consider all the world thy hands have made. I see the stars, I hear the rolling thunder, thy power throughout the universe displayed. And when I think that God, his son not sparing, him to die, it scarce can take it in, that on that my burden always bearing, he bled and died to take away my sin. When Christ shall come, with shouts of acclamation and take me home what joy shall fill my heart then i shall bow in humble adoration then i'll proclaim my god how great thou art then sing, my soul, my 
Amen. Amen. Thank you, Sister Gloria, for that beautiful rendition of How Great Thou Art. Thank you so much. Now, let us pray a prayer of confession. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways. To the glory of your name, amen. The first scripture selected today is taken from the book of Proverbs, chapter 16, verse 24. Gracious words are a honeycomb, sweet to the soul and healing to the bones. The second scripture selected is taken from the second book of Corinthians, chapter 1, verse 4. God comforts us in all our troubles so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves receive from God. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, this is the day you have made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Thank you for your goodness, your grace, your mercy, and your abundance. We praise you and give you thanks in all circumstances for you are molding us each day more into your likeness. We thank you for the words of scripture you've given us to live our lives by. Help us to use your words to love ourselves and each other. Help us to choose gracious words when we speak to each other. Make our words be like a honeycomb, sweet to our souls and to the souls of others, and healing to our and others' well-being. Precious Lord, fill our soul, fill our hearts with sincerity and love whenever we speak so that those hearing our words will be comforted by them as you comfort us with your presence and your words through the power of your Holy Spirit. Father God, we thank you for your comfort, for without it our spirits could not sustain the hurts and pain hurled at us by the evil in the world. We thank you for all of those who work with you, who walk with you, who comfort us, especially those like-minded souls in our community. Let us receive the gracious words of others that comfort us and that heal us. Empower us to be your instrument of love and peace to others in our choice of words and actions. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Amen, amen. Now let us listen to a worship song entitled, Oh, the Glory of Your Presence, by Alvin Slaughter. That will be followed by the altar prayer, which will be offered by Sister Gloria McGill.
Thank you, God. Oh, God, our Heavenly Father, how excellent is your name in all the earth, oh God. Father God, we come to you this evening in reverence and humility, oh God, to say that there is none in heaven, oh God. There's none on earth like you. You created all things, and because of you, all things exist, oh God. Heaven is your throne, and the earth is your footstool, God. Father God, we are strengthened today. And our strength is reinforced by your mighty power through the Holy Spirit who dwells in us. And we take comfort, O God, and we're encouraged. And we boldly say, Lord, that you are our helper, and we will not fear, O God. Father, we're desperate for you today. And, Father, we say, incline your ear to hear our prayers, O God, and to grant us your peace. We thank you, God, that you make all things new. Thank you, Father, for the victory and the power that exists in your very name. Thank you that you hold the keys over death, O God, and that by your might, Jesus was raised from the dead, God, and he paved the way for us to have a new life in you. So we thank you that you had a plan, and you're having your way with your plan, O God. Father, we confess our need for you each and every day, and we ask that you renew our hearts, you renew our minds, you renew our spirits, O God, for your service, God. Father, keep your words of truth planted within us. And help us to keep focused on what is pure and what is right. Give us the power to be obedient to your word. And when the enemy, God, reminds us where we've been and he tells his lies and he attacks us, oh God, we trust that your voice through us will speak louder and louder so we can declare the strength that we have in you, God, reminding us that we're safe in your arms. We ask, Father, that you be our defense and our rear guard, keeping our way clear and removing obstacles, God, and uncovering any pitfalls that the enemy may have laid for us, O God. Shine your light in us, God, through us and over us. Father, even so that we can make a difference in this very world for your glory and for your purposes. Father, we ask you for forgiveness, Father, when we don't meet your expectations. And, Father, forgive us when we miss the mark. Forgive us, O God, when we lose our focus and we don't devote ourselves as we should to prayer and studying your word, O God. Father, move in our hearts and help us to release and loose any ties, God, to any situations and any ideas that keep us bound, O oh God. We claim freedom in you, O oh God, and we loose anything that's not like you. Show us how to release all bitterness and resentment and that's rooted in anger, O oh God. Father, forgive us. 
Help us to forgive those who have so brutally and continually abused us, oh God. It's a struggle, Father. I don't know about anybody else, but it's a struggle for me, oh God. But teach us how to walk in forgiveness daily, oh God. Father, we ask for a blessing over everyone on this call today, oh God. Bless us in our coming in and our going out, oh God. We pray this prayer of faith, Father, with the power of the Holy Spirit, God. That's all we know how to do in the name of Jesus. And, Father, we bind everything that's not like you, everything that's not of you, O oh God. Thank you that the Holy Spirit leads us and guides us today, and he fills us with his grace and, and mercy, O oh Father. And for every gift that you've given us, you alone, so that we can be used as your vessels, we say, use us, Lord. Father, release all your mighty angels to do war on our behalf, on the behalf of our families and our friends, God, and all that have authority in this nation, God. Father, we pray for our bodies to be in alignment with you and with your word of God. And we pray for divine healing and wholeness, Father. We pray that if it be your will that you extend us a long and healthy life, Father, and where we enjoy a sound mind, Father, full of peace and patience and love. And whatever we put our hands to, O oh God, we ask for you to prosper it, Father, and to supply all of our needs according to your riches in Christ Jesus. Father, we pray for divine favor, O oh God, we pray for this ministry called Refuge from the Storm Church that you've led many of us to, all of us to, O oh God. Anoint us, Father, that we can be used for your service in an even greater way. And we thank you for all of the gifts that you allow us to share because they are not for us, O oh God. Father, we thank you that we're walking in your favor and that you're making doors open for us, doors that no man can open and doors that no man can close. So, Father, we ask you to close the doors of oppression and depression and anxiety, Father, and, and deceit and manipulation, all those things that are of the enemy, O oh God. We know that you're looking all around the world, all in every corner of the earth, looking for an opportunity to show yourself strong, God. So we thank you that uh, you care for us, and we rejoice in confidence knowing that you're watching over everything that concerns us, oh God. And we put our shoulder to the wheel, Father, and we're not going to turn back. We're going to look back only long enough to remember what you brought us through, and we're going to have our face set like flint, God. We're moving forward. Father, we're asking for your mighty hedge of protection through the precious blood of Jesus over everyone on this call, over our children, our grandchildren, our spouses, over our families, Father, for all TIs all over the world, Father, for those that are suffering this very day all over the world, for the poor, for the needy, for the leaders of this nation, O oh God. Dispatch your angels, God, to protect us, to protect the country, God, 
to heal us from discard, God, and from chaos. And, Father, we do pray for the family and the friends of our beloved sister, Victoria uh, Berry, God. Give them the, the, the courage and the, uh, the desire to come together and unify as a family in honor and memory of their mother and their sister, their cousin, oh God. And we'll miss Victoria, but we don't grieve as if we have no hope because our hope is in you through Christ Jesus, and we will be reunited with Victoria. So, Father, we pray for the one who is to come and deliver the word, oh God. Speak to her very heart this moment, Father that she can bring the word as she has prepared, that she remembers everything that you have in her heart to share with us, God. Pour everything that you have into her Holy Spirit so that it may encourage and uplift us and direct us and correct us if that be necessary. So, Father, we thank you for this day, O God. We thank you that we're in your service. We worship you. We love you, God. And all these things we pray in the mighty, matchless, and marvelous name, O God, of your Son, Jesus Christ. And we say amen and amen. 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 Thank you, Sister Gloria, for your impassioned plea to our Lord. Now I believe we'll hear another beautiful worship song from you, Sister Gloria. How that will be followed by the message which Reverend Millicent will deliver today. Okay. I was I didn't know I was supposed to sing another song. Okay. Okay. It, Let's okay. See. If, no, if I can do it. If not, <laughs> if you want me to, I'll try another one. Up to you. No, I, I, I'll do it. I'll do it. My 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 instructions to them was. If you weren't able to, I was asking Cheryl, and Cheryl wasn't going to be able to be here. So I said, then y'all will be left with me. Okay. Now, because of the message this afternoon, um, which is to turn our attentions to the wonder-working power of God in the earth, I wanted us to just hear a little bit of three different songs that have been special to my family as I grew up in the Baptist Church, in the Primitive Baptist Church, actually, but there are songs that have been sang in churches all over the world for many, many years. So I'm going to just sing a little bit of three songs as a medley, so it'll just be a little bit. Father, I my hands to thee, no one Withdraw 
thyself from me. to everyone who has joined us today. I want to thank God for an, uh, another opportunity to share with you. I give honor to the Father, the Son, and the precious Holy Spirit. It's always appropriate to acknowledge the ministry team, and I want to tell you that I appreciate each of you for all that you do. Sister Helena Thompson and Sister Cheryl Harvey manages the call each week by playing um, opening music, the music during the service, and they mute and unmute when necessary, as well as record the call. Please be aware that they are instructed to mute as necessary to help us maintain the reference of the service. However, if you know that there is noise going on in your own background, in your home setting, or your car, wherever you may be, then just mute your own phone and we won't have to do that. Please be aware that they are instructed though to help us in that way. Now to God be the glory that though we live all across these United States, God allows us to come together week after week 
through the blessing of a conference call. So we just say thank you, Lord. To God be the glory for the grace that you've given us to worship you through a conference call. Our scriptures today is coming from the book of Psalm number 19, and I'll be reading from both the Living Bible and from the New uh, King James Version. The Living Bible reads, verses 1 through 6, the heavens are telling the glory of God. They are a marvelous display of his craftsmanship. Day and night, they keep on telling about God. Without a sound or word silent in the skies, their message reaches out to all the world. The sun lives in the heavens where God placed it and moves out across the skies as radiant as a bridegroom going to his wedding or as joyous as an athlete looking forward to a race. The sun crosses the heavens from end to end and nothing can hide from its heat. The New International, uh, the New King James Version reads as thus, the heavens declare the glory of God and the firmament shows his handiwork. Day unto day utters speech and night unto night reveals knowledge. There is no speech nor language where their voice is not heard. Their line has gone out through all the earth and their words to the end of the world. In them, he has set a tabernacle for the sun, which is like a bridegroom coming out of his chamber and rejoices like a strong man to run his race. Its rising is from one end of heaven and its circuit to the other end. And there is nothing hidden from its heat. Let us pray. Great and mighty God, we thank you for this day, God. We thank you, Lord, for another opportunity to come together, oh God, to worship you in all of your beauty. God, we thank you for eyes to see the firmament and all of your magnificent display of your power. We thank you, God, for the sun, the sky, and the moons, and how you have used them to send heat to the earth, oh God, to light the earth by night, to bring moisture, oh God, up from the sea and send it back down, oh God, as dew drops. Thank you, Father, for all of the ways, oh God, all of the many benefits that we experience as a result of the solar system, God, that you sent to us as the beginning, the very first parts of your wonderful creation. God, I ask you now to lead me in the way that I need to go. Teach us what we need to know and guide us by your eye. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Sister Gloria, let me just uh, agree with you that these have been some very, very trying days. I mean, you don't, you all don't get a sermon without me walking through the torture, but God is faithful and he is good. The message today, the title is called The Groaning Earth Still Sings of the Wonders of God. The Groaning Earth Still Sings of the Wonders of God. And actually, so do we. I was on a cruise ship 
when I first saw a sunset that was so beautiful, I couldn't hardly contain myself. It was the most magnificent sight I'd ever seen. When you are sitting on the front porch of your home or riding in a car during sunset, it just seems like the sun is getting a, a setting and about to go to its hiding place till morning. It doesn't seem like anything unusual or nothing that is breathtaking usually. But on a ship out in the sea when all you can see is water and sky, I saw the wonders of God. There were colors of orange and brown and yellow against a floor of turquoise or clear blue. That was painting, a painting that could only be achieved by the greatness of God though man in his rebellion wants us to think differently. The next most beautiful scene I have beheld is a lightning storm while at sea. Again on a cruise ship, a storm was brewing back towards the shore and the flashes of light against the black sky caught your attention. I think both the moon and the stars were hiding that night. So as in the beginning of creation, darkness covered everything. Only the lightning provided sight into the night for those of us who were watching on the deck. Thunder clapped his hands just before the lightning joined the dramatic display of the power of God. My grandmother reacted to the storm by even getting out of bed and going to sit on the front porch to behold the awesomeness of God in God's creation. It was from her that we learned to never be afraid of the storm and to never take it for granted. I could go on and on with my experiences of seeing evergreen trees growing out of rocks on the interstate, brilliant displays of beauty that man cannot take credit for creating. By the way, have you ever heard of a man take the credit for creating the earth, the sun, the moon, or the stars? Has man told you how the sea was separated from the land and what keeps them apart? Only the sovereign God can tell us this. I was talking with someone recently who asked me, can I trust God? She was really serious when she said that. My reply was, yes, you can trust him. Without even thinking, I replied thus because this truth is fixed in my heart. I can trust God. I really can. If ever I doubt God or doubt God's power, I can just look around me. I see the wonders of God's creation and can agree with Moses when he told God, Lord, thou has been our dwelling place in all generations. Before the mountains were brought forth, ever thou has formed the earth and the world even from generation to generation thou art god moses had found out by experience that god was really god ten plagues at egypt a red sea crossing 40 years in the wilderness not days without food neither clothes nor shoes wore out warmed by fire in the sky at night and a cloud by day kept them cool who could doubt that there was a God? A rock was written on by an unseen finger and a booming voice gave the 10 commandments. Number one, thou shalt have no other God before me. 
I would have said, yes, sir. About 10 times, dropped to my knees and peeped through my fingers that I would have placed over my eyes had that been me instead of Moses. The psalmist for today, though, is David. The song was written to the chief musician, but like any other chief in this world, the commander in chief is God through Jesus Christ. So David was reminding God of God's greatness and reminding himself that no matter what came up today, he served a God who could handle it. And I remind each of you of that today, no matter what comes up, we serve a God who can handle it. I've seen the little um, key tag and I've seen a little place card that says, no matter what happens today, God and I can handle it or God and me can handle it. I just say, God, God can handle it. The apostle Paul refers to the whole creation groaning as even it waits for the redemption promised by God through the coming of Jesus Christ. Now we all wait for the redemption that's promised by God. Now through the second coming of Jesus Christ, every aspect of earth suffers as a result of man's stinking thinking and his disobedience to the will of God. We have earthquakes and tsunamis and nuclear plants. There are satellites in the sky that can send signals back to earth that will assault man in his bed or riding in his car, walking through their house. There are so many directed energy weapons that are used normally in war on a battlefield, but the battlefield has now become our homes. It's become the earth and the people that live in it, no matter where they live. If anyone were to ask you if there is a God, how would you respond? David said, oh God, our God, how excellent is thy name in all the earth. You have your glory above the heavens. Remember the sun, the moon, and the stars? Then down a little bit farther in the scriptures, David asked the question, when I consider all that you have made, what is man that thou art mindful of him, or the son of man that thou would care for him? For you have made him just a little lower than the angels. Then David went back to describing God's splendorous demonstration in the heavens. If someone were to ask you why you believe in a God you can't see, what would you say? I'd say I can see him. Everywhere I look, I see God in all of God's glory. Then I tell them about all the displays of God's power that I can see. Next, I tell them of all the ways that God has blessed me, most importantly by answered prayer. I was teaching Sunday school last Sunday and realized that we were spirit beings before we became earthly beings. And as such, our prayers now take on a spiritual stance. We don't see our prayers when we speak them out of our mouths. We don't see them going up to heaven to be taken to God and placed in his throne room by the angels. But we read, we read that that's exactly what they do. And so our prayers go up to God as spiritual requests. 
before they come down and are manifested as natural requests, things that we can see, hold, feel, smell, touch, taste, and know that God has heard our prayers and answered our request. The past few Sundays we have been studying and Wednesday nights, we have been studying in Sunday school and in Bible study about the creation. Our studies have taken us all the way back to, to day one of creation, the day when the world was in a mess. The Bible called it chaos and said that darkness covered everything. Then God began to speak. God spoke and things happened. Day one, light and time came into existence. Day two, the sky and the waters were separated. Day three, there was dry ground and bodies of water and plants that God called forth. Day four, the sun, the moon, the stars, and the planets were placed in their place in the sky. Day five, fish and birds were released into their proper places. Day six, land animals and humans were spoken into existence. And on the seventh day, we read God rested from his labor. The whole scripture text of Psalms 19 discusses God's creative power, God's law and judgments, and man's need for forgiveness before it gives a fitting plea for acceptance. In the pericope, which is also termed by C.S. Lewis, as a beautiful poem and a wondrous song. David tells us how the firmament, which is a fancy descriptive name of the heavens, shows mankind God's handiwork, God's power to create. The first three verses tells us how the message of God's greatness is sung throughout the world, but without sound. It would seem that the sun just shines and the moon just lights up the night and the stars only have to twinkle to sing a song. In addition to adding to the light of night, the stars have prominence. It was the eastern star that led the wise men to the place where Jesus lay. It says day and night, these three does their job as the solar system. When one is shining on one side of the world, the others have taken their space in the dark sky to light the night. Isn't it amazing how God knew how to place the countries in their positions? Isn't it something when you think that we could call over to, to Europe right now and it will be night when we have a beautiful star a beautiful sun shining all across these United States. These elements don't have to make a sound. Their arrival is the sound of God's presence in God's world. Have you ever wondered what would happen if the sun stopped shining or if the moon and the stars went on strike? The moon is called Earth's only natural satellite and it's made up of a rocky solid surface. It orbits the earth every 27.3 days. 
I don't have to tell you all that man has tampered with the with the days of the month and the calendar, do I? The stars are fragments of gas and dust that over millions of years have been changed by the heat and density of chemical reactions. The ones seen in the night sky are said to be bigger and brighter than the sun. Isn't that amazing? The sun now is the most important star on earth because it warms the star and holds the solar systems in place. I like the way the living translation puts it. It says the sun lives in the heavens where God placed it and moves across the skies as radiant as a bridegroom going to his wedding or as joyous as an athlete looking forward to run the race. It was a dream about the solar system that got Joseph thrown into Potiphar's prison, all as part of the plan of God to save his people from starvation. Joseph told his brothers about seeing the sun in his dream and the moon and that the stars were ready to bow down before him and jealousy set in. Matthew recorded how after the tribulation, the sun will be darkened, the moon will not give its light, and the stars will fall from the sky, and the powers of the heavens will be shaken. Then God challenges Job's knowledge of Pleiades and Orion by asking him if he could bind one or loose the other of these planets in the sky. They're actually constellations in the sky. Worship of these lights givers were specifically forbidden to Israel as was the custom of the foreigners. They worshiped the sun, some worshiped the moon. In fact, Lucifer wants people to believe that he is a bearer of light and has aligned himself with the star of David. But Jesus made it plain that he is the root and the offspring of David and the bright and the morning star. So how should we join in with David and the master magician, musician in praising God for God's wondrous work and power? First of all, don't take anything for granted. We must be grateful for the light that God gives to us. The solar system reminds us that there is a God and that God loved us enough to prepare means by which we could live on God's earth. The sun does its job by drawing moisture up from the sea that comes back down to, the, to water the earth as due each night. We have gardens, the grass gets green, the animals have food. Do we always say thank you for the provisions God has made for us? Secondly, the night is often called the loneliest time for those who are alone. Remember that the darkest hour is just before day. Pain hurts worse. We have trouble sleeping. More hours are spent worrying during the nighttime, that time when the sun takes a break from this side of the world. In spite of your problems, your trials, your troubles, though, God promises to give you songs in the night. The psalmist tells us that God gives us songs of deliverance. Night does not come just when the sun goes down. 
Night can be any dark time in your life, a loved one lost, a job lost, any strain on your already strained budget. For Eli Weasel, Night was the title of a book that described how he and his family lived through the Nazi Holocaust. The next thing I want you to remember is to be grateful for every day that God gives you. The songwriter tells us that God has not promised us sunshine. That's not the way it's going to be. But a little rain mixed with God's sunshine, a little pain makes us appreciate the good times. So we should be grateful. God desires to feel your longing. Every pain that you feel, he feels them just like you. But he can't afford to let us feel only good but then we can appreciate the good times and be grateful. There's someone else who's worse off than you. We should be grateful because there's someone else who would love to be in your shoes. We might not always sing because we're happy or because we are free, but we should always sing because God's eye is on the sparrow and we can be assured that God is always watching over you and he's watching over me. The last very last verse of the of the uh, scripture that we have been talking about today Psalms 19 is a very very favorite prayer of ours. Lord let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O oh God, my strength and my redeemer. Amen. 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 Thank you. Thank you, Reverend and Pastor Milson, for your beautiful message, reminding us about the wonders of God that prevail regardless of what humans are doing on earth and that God can handle everything for us that happens. Amen. Amen. Now let us listen to a celebratory and praise and worship song entitled My Redeemer Lives by Nicole C. Mullins. That will be followed by the invitation to discipleship, which Sister Kim will offer today. Excuse me, can you hear me? Yes.
We are at the point in the worship service where we will offer the invitation to discipleship. If you are on the call tonight and you desire to accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, please remember, Jesus loves you. He is in the healing business for those who are lonely, brokenhearted, or at the end of the rope. Some steps to take on the road to salvation. Admit you can't save yourself from your sin. Be willing to repent and turn away from sin. Believe that Jesus Christ died for you and rose again. Invite Jesus into your heart to be your Lord and Savior. Pray this prayer of salvation. 
Dear God, I know I'm not able to save myself from sin. I know I'm not where I want to be, and I want your forgiveness. I believe that Jesus died on the cross to pay the price for my sins. Please wash me clean from all sin, shame, and guilt. Come into my life, Jesus, to be my Lord and Savior. I ask this in your name, Jesus. Amen. Unite with Refuge from the Storm Church or a Bible-based church in your local community. Start reading the Bible and email us at mgrace321 at gmail.com. That's mgrace321 at gmail.com to become a member for prayer, or for suggestions on how to start your journey through the Bible. Amen. Thank you, Sister Kim. Amen. Now let us listen to our closing praise and worship song, Somebody Bigger Than You and I, sung by Whitney Houston. That will be followed by final remarks and benediction offered by Reverend Millicent. Bigger than the earth is round, bigger than the satisfied, bigger than the brightest smile, and longer than the longest smile. Somebody bigger than the biggest fight, and darker than the darkest night. Bigger than the biggest gun, because he's the only shining sun. Come on. Who made the mountain?
Amen. 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 There is indeed someone who is bigger than you and I, and he's able to handle our problems. He's able to take care of our enemies. He is able to continue to allow the sun to shine in our lives. God is bigger. God is bigger. The groaning earth still sings to the wonders of God. We do indeed see and experience in our own lives how we long for God's arrival. We see the earth and the many things that are happening in the earth that's causing the earth to groan <clears throat> and pray for, <laughs> pray, listen to that, and pray for relief. Well, we have the assurance that God is indeed in control. He's on his throne and he takes care of his own. I hope that you all will join us at our, our meetings that are coming up during the next week. Our Bible study on Wednesday evening at 8 p.m. Eastern time. On Thursday evening, a special memorial service for Sister Victoria Berry, who has been coming to our church and considered herself a member of Refuge from the Storm Church for over a year now. Um, she passed away sometime during last weekend. And then next Saturday morning, our ministry team prayer meeting, as well as the church service in the afternoon. Um, I pray that if there are any of you who are not receiving our newsletter, that you will contact us at refugefromstorm at aol.com and ask to be placed on our mailing list. Give us your email address. If anyone prayed with Sister Kim the prayer for salvation and to become a member of the family of God, please do send us an email uh, with your email address, contact information, and we want to talk with you further about the decision that you have made and pray with you more about your cares and concerns. After the recording has been stopped, we will uh, then be happy to pray with any of you who have a uh, desire for prayer. And now for our benediction. Father, thank you that you have revealed your love to us today. We invite you to send us out from here in the power of the Holy Spirit. Fan into flame, O oh God, the gifts that you have given us. Come reveal your grace and truth to us each day. For yours is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. 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 Alina, can you stop the recording now? Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.